If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Up-leveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Quantum Revenue Expansion podcast. I'm so excited. This is our third show, and I think it's Abby's third or fourth time back. I launched with the solo show. We had Rebecca on, and now Abby's back for the 300th time, third or fourth time. And <laughs> because this is the place where we talk about how to make your annual income your monthly income, which Abby's done many times, but she's also very honest, which I know is why we all love her and what that really took. And today we're going to talk about how taking one step at a time, not 500, one step at a time will create a quantum leap in your business. So Abby, Abigail Walker, I'm so glad to have you back. Well, thank you for having me. I always love chatting with you. So thank you for having me back. So excited. And I know we have so many new listeners since you were on the show. Uh, they're going to love you. I know it. For our new listeners all over the world, you know, please, please stay with us. Go back and listen to some of the past shows that Abby did if you love what she's up to today. And she's going to talk more about her story. And I know it's going to inspire you. So take out a pen and a piece of paper. Unless you're on a treadmill, because I know some of you are on a treadmill right now. Good for you. Keep going. If you're driving, keep driving. You can take notes later. A couple of things before we get started. If you like the new show, if you like what we're up to, what we're talking about, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening, because that helps other people find out what you like about it so they can find out about the show as well. And we have a gift for you when you do it. You can go to salescoachnow.com giveaway after you leave your review. And my team set up a nice, nice little gift to say thank you. Also, if you're ready to 2X your revenue and shave 10 or more hours off your work week, come and play with us. We've been having so many exciting success stories coming out. Clients doubling their revenue, getting to that next level. One client shaving 21 hours off a week 
I did the math. That's 84 hours a month that she can take back to work on the needle movers, as we call them in her business to get to that next level. You can go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply. That just sends us a quick little application and we can get you all the details. With that, we're going to jump in. Can you tell how excited I am? Like, I'm just so excited about talking about quantum revenue with Abby. Abby Walker is a CEO, author, wife, and mom on a mission to help alleviate women's or people's excuse me, mostly women's pain so they can become the greatest version of themselves. She's the founder and CEO of Vivian Liu, a line of insoles that empower women to wear heels four times longer. And they're amazing without pain so they can focus more on their dreams and less on their feet. She's also the CEO of Chaug, a line of all natural topical products that powerfully soothe our aching bodies so we get back to doing things we love without the pain. And I've gotten to sample. I got behind the scenes. I got to sample. Awesome. She's also, she's also author of the book, Strap on a Pair, written to inspire fellow middle-aged, middle-management, middle-class moms to take the first step or the next step toward finding there's something more. Abby currently resides in Denver, Colorado, one of my favorite places. I love that place. Sometimes I'm super jealous. I see you on those ski slopes with her amazing husband, two incredible kiddos, a rescue cat, and the sweetest street dog ever. I love your animal pack. So cute. I know. So we have some, yes, they're your little babies, your fur babies, your beautiful kids, and you have an awesome husband. You guys have been on this incredible journey. And so we want to hear about your journey. And you've shared it before. What I'm curious about is in this context of, how you took one step and another step and you've created this quantum leap in your life and your business. So I'd love to, I'd love to hear your story. Yeah. So I'll just quickly review. Um, I'll, it, Vivian Lou is my main business and that's really where the most quantum activity has happened. So I'll focus <laughs> on the Vivian Lou story. So I was, it was 2012. And at the time I was a full-time working mom, two young kids and worked in corporate America. And I honestly had lost my passion. Like I had no idea what lit me on fire, what I was passionate about. It was just going through the motions. And so one day I woke up and I was like, what really sets my soul on fire? And it's always been high heels. And so I convinced my husband to let me start a blog about high heels called Mama Shoes. I wrote to it super infrequently. It was not a regular gig for me, but I would take like an hour on Saturdays and write about shoes or products for shoes and all of these things. I had a whole whopping 36 followers. So it wasn't look like I was looking to monetize this thing. And in 2014, I wrote a blog post about these products that were designed to alleviate pain and reduce inflammation for women who wear high heels. And I pressed publish. And at the time I worked for a company that manufactured holistic supplements. And so I was kind of aware of drug-like components that are put into products, specifically makeup and body and all of that kind of stuff. Well, these products use lidocaine, which is the numbing agent that dentists use on your feet. And at the time I was like, you know, wearing high heels is hard enough. We probably shouldn't be numbing our feet while we're doing this. (laughs) So I kind of got fired up and I was like, well, what are you going to do about it, Abby? Now, mind you, I know nothing about product formulation, but I hired a clinical herbalist and a naturopathic doctor. And we formulated this foot spray that I call liquid gold. It was absolutely phenomenal, but because it used all natural ingredients and no drug like components, you can manufacture it in small batches. But when you go to mass manufacture it, the product falls apart. And at the time it didn't make sense monetarily for me to manufacture it in small batches. So similar to baking, like I said, when you, when you 
manufacture it in small and go to large, you just have to reformulate everything. Well, at the time we had just moved to Minnesota and my husband's like, that was a fun project, but I'm not giving you any more money. And I was <laughs> like, shoot, this was my ticket out of corporate America. But I didn't give up hope. And one day, I think it was April of 2014, I Googled how do women wear high heels without pain? And this Result popped up that I had never seen before, despite me putting that into Google probably a million times before. And it was this forum where two women were talking about an insole called Insolia. And they were like, man, this thing is phenomenal. It makes me wear high heels longer without pain. I was like, why have I never heard of this? I write a shoe blog. I wear high heels every day. Now, I do not like talking on the phone. Like talking, I will avoid talking on the phone at all costs. But I picked up the phone and I called the chairman of the company. And I was like, why have I never heard of your product? And his response was, we're a bunch of MIT engineers that don't know how to market this product to women. And so I was like, I need to help you in any way I can. So I was like, can I help market this product and just take a cut of incremental sales? And he said, well, before you commit, why don't I send you some samples? And so he sent me some samples. And ironically, the next weekend, Bill had, a, my husband had a conference in Vegas. So I flew to Vegas and Vegas is killer in high heels. And I put these insoles into my favorite pair of high heels, walked around town, and I swear to you, I did not have any pain in my high heels. So much so that I couldn't believe it that I put the same pair of high heels on the next morning to walk around and go to breakfast and shopping and all of that kind of stuff because I couldn't believe it. So I flew back to Minnesota at the time where we were living at the time. And I called Brian, who's the chairman of Insolia. And I said, hey, you have something incredible on your hands. I would be honored to help market this. He's like, well, I talked to my board and my board does not want to do direct to consumer anymore. They had transitioned and now manufactured insoles that were made to go into the manufacturing of shoes. And he said, but if you want to become our exclusive distributor in the United States and Canada, the business is yours. And it just was like an instantaneous ping, like, yes. And then, then I started thinking like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have time. You still work full time. <laughs> How are you going to do this? So I spent the summer of 2014 drinking from the fire hose and launched the company in October of 2014. So it was just kind of, I think, divine intervention that I typed it into Google that day and this opportunity showed up. So, so looking back, there were so many, it sounds like you, I mean, there were a lot of times when you probably could have given up. So what was it inside of you where you were like, I'm going to just take one more step. I'm going to Google that for the 500 millionth time, or I'm going to reach out to that person, even though I don't like to talk on the phone. Like right. or I'm going to, I'm literally going to wear high heels in Vegas, which just sounds like my personal hell. So like, what kept you taking these steps forward? Honestly, there was like, I call it like a pilot light, like almost in my solar plexus and it burned constantly and sometimes it would flare up and sometimes it would simmer down but there was always this call to do something different or something more and really the main driver behind that was like i said i worked in corporate america and i sent my kids to daycare every day and they were in daycare more than they were with me and it broke my heart and so the the true driver behind trying to find something that allowed me to be home was so that I could put my kids on the bus and welcome them home off the bus every day from school. Um, And this just desire to do something different. Like I said, I had lost my entire identity. And then finally reintroducing myself to my love of high heels. Just, I didn't want that to end. It was just, it lit me up every single day. Amazing. 
It's amazing. And I love what you said about the pilot light. I think as entrepreneurs, we can, you know, CEOs, we can relate to that, that burning, that feeling in the solar plexus where you're like, I can't, it's more painful to not move forward. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So one of the things we want to talk about, talk about on the quantum revenue expansion show is that like a moment and you've had many different moments because your income has grown a lot. So where your like your annual income became your monthly income. Is there a moment or do you remember a time where you're like, holy heck, like that has happened or like your, your salary from corporate America was all of a sudden a monthly opportunity for you? Yes. So 2016 was a magical year for me um, on many different levels. And um, I believe that's the year we met as well. And you told me to double the price of my insoles. I remember. And it was just, again, I think another divine intervention with our meeting. Um, So I doubled the price of my insoles. I um, sold out twice on HSN or three times on HSN, convinced my husband to allow me to take time off to finally get this company off the ground. And I cracked the nut on Facebook ads. So there was, there was a lot that happened within that year, but my monthly income soon became my daily income. And then with that, my monthly or my annual income um, income became my yearly income. So it was quite a trajectory um, that happened really, really fast for me in 2016. Um, And it just forever changed my life as an entrepreneur, as a mother, as a wife, and the trajectory of the business as well. So So did you, I want to make sure we all heard you correct. Did you say your monthly income became your daily income? Yes. That's so fun. Let's all write that down. Awesome. The moment your monthly income becomes your daily income is uh-huh. a great day. Yes. It's a phenomenal day. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that. So what, like, what are some of the things that have changed for you personally and professionally? Um, gosh. So in order, and a, a one other thing I want to mention is in yeah. order for that to happen, I feel like there's a lot of uh, blocks that I needed to bust through. (laughs) So I didn't feel worthy of money, much less the opportunity that was presented to me. So, um, I didn't feel good enough or worthy enough or any of those things to achieve these, uh, monthly, (laughs) your monthly income becoming your daily income. So I spent a lot of time and still do working on busting through these self-limiting beliefs. But you did. So like, you know, when you hit blocks now or when things come up, like, is there a process or do you have any tips or like, what's your, you know, my go-to? Yeah. So EFT, and I know we talked about this before, but emotional freedom techniques are tapping, which is pretty crazy when you first start doing it, but it has uh, really allowed me to bust through a lot of these mental blocks. Um, and one other thing is belief, like you truly have to enable this and believe that it is possible as wild and as nuts and as crazy as it sounds to anyone else. If you truly believe that it's possible, like anything, anything can happen. Um, and another thing, sorry, I keep like, and another thing. one thing you taught me that has been tremendously helpful 
is writing down your numbers. Like you can have it in your head, but until you map it out again, it may seem absolutely ridiculous to say, Hey, I'm going to make this on a month, a daily basis or a monthly basis. But if you map that out, mm-hmm. for some reason, you're like sending a beacon signal out to the universe being like, Hey, I'm thinking about this. I'm considering it. And they're like, okay, I'll meet you. I'll meet you halfway. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you were committed. I hope it's okay if I say it. like you were committed yeah. to really being clear on your revenue modeling. Yep. And that was a big shift because for every CEO, like figuring out how to do revenue modeling, first of all, is, is different, right? And it can be a stretch. And then it became like a game for you. And I remember a month where you're like, you're never going to believe this. That's my favorite first part of a sentence from a client. You're never going to believe this. It was yeah. the exact, it was exact number in a month. I remember you saying like, this is, you're never going to believe this. And a big, you're like, I, I put it down. You had it on paper. So it is, I want to make sure everyone really hears like, you know, Abby walks this walk of this is what I want. I'm putting it on paper. I'm writing it down. And then you talked about this belief piece. And I, I just want to key in on this a little bit. Cause this is the part where I think a lot of people can say, you know, this is too woo or it's not true or whatever, but you do have to have unwavering faith that it's coming, that it's going to happen. I got an angry email from somebody that was in a masterclass recently, like really angry at me. And, you know, just that this doesn't work. This stuff doesn't work. You know, you're just like everybody else. I'm not sure he, who everybody else is, but, um, and he was really upset. And I get like, when you've been in a lot of programs and nothing has worked, or you haven't stuck with something long enough to see it all the way through to even know if it works, it can make people really angry. So what is your process of, and by the way, I don't take that personally. I'm just like, that's okay. You know, I wish you well for that person, especially, especially if they're out there, we send them love. Um, For you, how do you move from like, what's your process to move from belief to faith, like to, to an expecting that, it's almost like the numbers, like the sales are coming in. Anything you want to share about that? Yeah, two things. First, um, it was really, really, really hard for me to believe in the beginning, just because I was under, I had so much debt. I was new to this. I had never done forecasting all of this stuff. My biggest advice is to find, if you're new to this, is to find someone who can hold that bigger vision for you. Mm. And for me, it was you at first, like you, I can, you asked me what I wanted and it, I think it took a while for me to actually speak it out loud that I wanted a multi-million dollar company and these are the sales I wanted. And you were able to hold that vision for me whenever I wavered. And at the time we were speaking regularly through our coaching program. And so like you would constantly remind me of what that vision was. So while I was down here working it was almost a relief to have someone hold that bigger vision. And I think that that person who can help hold that vision can be a coach, can be a best friend, can be a husband, can be, if you have someone who can help hold that vision for you, that I think is so tremendously valuable, especially at first when you're not used to holding that big of a vision for yourself. Then I have gotten in the habit of actually writing it down every day in a notebook. I just wake up and whether or not that day I believe it like in my body, because some days I like wholeheartedly wake up. I'm like, dang it. This is it. This is for me. This is, this is it. Like there's no other option. Other days you wake up and you're like, "Eh," not kind of, you know, questioning, but you write it down and you just, 
you either remind yourself, confirm to yourself, <laughs> whatever, yeah. whatever it is, but it's constantly there. And you're like, yeah, okay, I got this. I got this. So you write down the amount of money you're bringing in. You write down all your goals. I mean, like, do you have a lot you write down? Is it just a little? Is it I'm calling so you? I write down, like, uh, it's usually just one side of a notebook page. And I write down, like, I say, I'm an energetic match for this today. I am an energetic match for this, this year. I am an energetic match for this. And I, sometimes I write that just once. Sometimes I write that like seven times just to get it ingrained in my body. You know, it's so funny how we're speaking the same language. You know, that's one of my questions. One of the things I want to talk about, like to stay in the energy frequency, to be an energetic match. And I mean, I think that like for some people, it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, how do I know if I'm an energetic match? And I get like, we can get so in our heads, right? Like so in our heads and then we're just blocking ourselves and running in circles. So let's like, let's just pull that apart for everybody. Cause somebody, yeah. some people are going to throw things at the screen right now. So <laughs> what? It's woo. I get it. It's totally woo. <laughs> we're woo. I mean, if you're hanging out long enough, like, you know, the show is also, spiritual. we have strong strategic business stuff. And then you know, Abby and I have both been, you know, sharing more and more about our, our spiritual web journeys as business women, right? Because some people don't want to talk about it. And yet here, like when I dig in with clients and other people that I bring here who are very successful, they've got stuff that they do and we don't talk about it. And I just don't think that's fair to the CEO who's sitting out there banging their head against the wall alone in a room wondering how in the heck to call in a seven figure, you know, a six figure business, much less seven figures. So Let's talk about, and like, when you think about being an energetic match, mm-hmm. we hear that out in the world. Like I'm an energetic match for money or people or this car or whatever it is that you want to create. What does that mean to you? So, um, to me, it, it's, um, it's an opening up to receive. And so I've had a, a very hard time. It, I think just. I don't know. It's just me. I have a very hard time receiving, like receiving gifts from other people, receiving compliments, receiving money from customers. Like I've had a hard time receiving. And so my, when I write, I'm an energetic match, I give myself permission without saying like, I'm going to receive, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, it's just, no, I just, I'm putting myself out there that this is what I would like. And however it shows up, it shows up. So it almost takes the pressure off of me on a daily basis to go out and like hustle and grind and do all of this. It's like a, almost a handshake with the universe. I know that sounds so woo. And no, I love it. Whatever. I love it. But it's like, I am showing up as an energetic match for what I want. And then I have trust and faith and belief that the universe will provide opportunities that allow me to achieve that what I wrote down. Yeah. It's almost like, like when you're saying it, I'm thinking, an energetic match is like one step beyond belief. Yeah. And I like how you say like, then I'm not really attached to it. Like I'm Rebecca and I would talk about this a lot, the CEO table. It's like, you know, commitment versus attachment. Like I'm committed to this. I'm committed to allowing it in. And it's also the idea that, you know, money comes from the divine through people so that we take, it's like, about, it's about take all that say is take the pressure off yourself. Right. Just That's what you, it is. Yeah. And when you uh-huh. know you're an energetic match, you don't have to fight you don't have to climb. You don't have to push boulders up hills. You get to just be. Yep. So yeah. I think the difference is when I write, I'm an energetic match. I'm not beating myself up. Like you need to go launch new Facebook campaigns. You need to go do this. You need to go do this. I simply need to shift 
my energy, just literally like 1%, just like show up a little bit more elevated versus like 18,000 things on your to-do list that you feel like you need to do in order to achieve your goal. No, just energetically shift just 1% and like just it it just makes it so much easier. I don't I don't know why. It just, no, it I totally get it. This is where the whole working harder does not bring you more money. And it just doesn't. It's when you're an energetic match and it shows up. So here's the thing though. I also know that you're not sitting on the couch for eight hours a day watching a lot of reality TV. You do have the doing. So how how do you price? So you get up in the morning, you're like, I'm an energetic match to this, and you're having a great morning but how do you know which things to prioritize, prioritize on your list? Cause I'm sure people are wondering that right now. Yeah. So, um, it's a really good question. I show up to do the same things that I would have otherwise. I do it with a different energy behind it. So yeah. I like, if I do decide to go launch 10 new campaigns on Facebook or Instagram, um, advertising campaigns, I show up with a different energy. It's more um, fun and free versus expecting. Like if I show up and be like, God, I really need this campaign to work. I really need, I really want sales to come through with this ad. And it's like this desperate, like clingy energy versus, Hey, because I'm an energetic match, this <laughs> campaign may fail. And that's okay. Cause tomorrow I'm going to wake up and create a different one. Like it's more of like, let's just see where it goes versus like, this needs to work and I need to get this done. And this campaign needs to perform. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. The energy around the first is like free, very open. Yeah. You're allowing and like, you're going to, it's like following the path. I was thinking about it as like, you know, you're like, there's the next, I'm going over here and I'm going to, but well, you're having fun with it. Yeah. Versus, and we all know that we've been in the energy of this better work. This is the yeah. last Facebook ad I'm ever going to write in my life. <laughs> we just did a Facebook ad and it tanked and it makes me laugh. Cause I'm like, it always, Facebook ads always tank. Like I just <laughs> turned them off today. They're favorite, right? Yeah. And then you just got to keep, you keep going. You keep going. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have so many questions. This is so good. I know everybody's loving it. I can already feel this. So Going back in time and look like thinking about your journey with revenue and money, what do you, what has been the biggest myth about, about money and revenue showing up in your life? Um, so two things, um, one that I'm not worthy, that that's like the biggest myth around money is that I'm not worthy. And I fully believe that everyone is worthy and capable of achieving anything they want and more. Like, even if it's like outside the realm of possibility. The other myth around money is I have learned, particularly in the past year, I am no longer interested in chasing a top line number. I am interested in profitability only. That is my only metric that I want to pay attention to. I don't care if I'm a $3 million company. I don't care if I have a $500,000 company. Because at the end of the day, if the profitability is the same, I'd much rather have a $500,000 company because that's less customer service, less overhead, less hustle, less all of the things. So profitability is the name of the game for me now. Yeah. <laughs> Should be the name of the game for everybody. Yes. We get mesmerized by those, those certain levels or certain numbers. So it's this is a great reminder. To. It's hard not to. Yeah. 
But more more top line revenue is not better always if right. it means like there's not more profit. <laughs> if the if the revenue is growing with the profit, great. But if that's not happening, there's something that needs to be reset. Yes. So one of the things I want to make sure I want to go back to because I, I think I asked you and then we, we went some other fun place. What changed for you or what has changed for you the most in your personal and professional life? Because I think for a lot of people especially around the not deserving, like I don't deserve to make a lot of money. And part of it is like, if you haven't lived a life where you have money or to create a plan for that money, you don't even, you can't really answer that. You know, I think about my own life. Like I didn't know all the cool things I could do with money until I had some, right. Or had a lot. And so what has changed? Like what's different in your life and your business? Um, so a couple of things. Um, it has allowed my husband and I to dream bigger for our family, for our retirement, for our life per se. Um, and before I, before I continue, I just want to say my currency money isn't my currency. My currency is peace and freedom. And so like that is my ultimate currency is I want peace and freedom. That's all. And that's all I want. But for me to get there, requires money, like money enables the peace and freedom. So I don't look at money as, oh, we have a lot of money. I'm like, oh, we're making money so that we can afford peace and freedom, if that makes sense. Totally. So, um, you know, my husband, uh, like his, it's allowed us to buy properties, like rental properties. And that's what he wants to do when he retires. So it's, it's not, it's allowed us to look at opportunities outside of the traditional 401k and, you know, just the, the traditional retirement vehicles. Like yeah. my husband, you know, has started this new business with rental properties and whatnot, which he's always wanted to do. And Vivian Lou has allowed us to invest in those, in those properties. Um, it's just, it, it just allows for more space and more peace and freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, properties we bought a place up in the mountains so like I just get rejuvenated by the mountains so like we can go up there on the weekends without having the struggle of driving back and forth every Saturday night so um you know money is beautiful because it allows you to do certain things and it's allowed our family to live more peacefully and more freely yeah and I know one thing you don't talk a lot about and I hope it's okay if I mention this it has allowed you to give a lot back too Oh yeah. So one of the things, like even before I paid myself, I was donating to organizations and that's what I absolutely love. So I support, um, the women's bean project in Denver and uh, dress for success out of twin cities. Um, and so that's one of the, the things I love the most actually. And the thing that gives me the most satisfaction out of running this company is being able to donate and support women, uh, disadvantaged women who honestly want to get back on their feet. And it's just, Yes, it's super inspiring. And like I said, one of the most rewarding things about yeah. my career. And you talk about that a lot. I mean, I, I think our lot, most of our clients like that, like the bigger the checks they write when they give back. Oh. And it's great to donate time. But I've, I've been saying this all year. Like, I just want to write bigger checks, bigger and bigger checks. And not just checks of time, right? But like to be able to just write a check if someone needs something and to not have to, not think have to think about it. it. Yes, for sure. And yes. I mean, I supported a lot of small businesses locally and up in the mountains when COVID hit that couldn't, like just being able to do that is just, it's the biggest gift to me. 
to be able to, to help support other businesses. Yeah. And you've done it on so many levels. I just want to make sure we talked about, all right. Oh my gosh. I had so many questions, but let's quickly, a couple things. So you have busted through many income ceilings along your journey. Like, you you know, you've hit this, then you, what, and this kind of, this ties to the next question. So I'm going to time together about, do you believe it's possible to stay in a new energy frequency once you get there? So once you hit 83,000 a month, what do you believe about staying there? So first, how do you break through an income ceiling? And second, what do you know about staying there or going beyond? So busting through an income ceiling, again, I think as an entrepreneur, you're always like, you've done it once and then you're like, oh, I got to do it again. Oh, I got to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, no told me that part. Yeah. Right. It's like a constant journey. Um, and the first time you do it, it's just, it is incredible. But um, yeah, I, I, honestly, I'm going to go back to these mental blocks. I think the, the quickest way for someone to bust through an income level ceiling is to admit that they have trouble with that and like identify what, what that block is. Like, why are you bumping up against that? And then get, get, I can't do it myself personally. So I always use EFT or some other coaches or whatever to help me bust through that limiting belief or bust through that block. Um, and so once you identify that bust through it, staying there and going to the next one, it's just, it becomes your new normal. Like as soon as you bust through it, you're like, okay, what was the big deal? Like you almost are like, why was I so afraid of that? What was, what was the big deal? And then that becomes your new normal. And then, you know, you have to work your way up to the next one and bust through that. And then that becomes your new normal. But, um, it's just, it's, it's so much fun, (laughs) but it's also, I mean, everyone says it like running your own company. It's the biggest crash course in like personal development. Like you have, you have to come face to face with all of your stuff. (laughs) All of it. Yeah. And then, Yeah. Like generations of stuff, like all the things. So yeah, our time is almost up, Abby. This has been so much fun. Last piece here. And this is like just a quick answer, but what's your best piece of advice for a CEO who's sitting out there right now? And they're like, Oh, I would just love to turn my annual income into my monthly income, man. Um, honestly, find someone who can hold your, like, I know I've said this before, but it's find someone who can hold that vision with you. Like that is sometimes that vision is just a lot for one person to bear, especially when you're doing that work. So find someone who can believe in you, not even believe in you, but hold that vision. Even if they think it's crazy and ridiculous, if they can hold it for you. Yeah. No, I think I'm so glad you ended. I mean, to me, that's a hack as well. I mean, everyone who's listened to this for long enough knows that I have to have multiple coaches at a time. <laughs> like, yes. I have several people holding visions and challenging. And, you know, I think I have a team of, well, it's like four coaches now who <laughs> collectively hold the vision. And I, I absolutely need that because we can't see our own stuff, right? Like we can't, right. I can do it for other people. And I, it's my greatest joy. It's so easy for me to see, like I could see, you know, a lot of people, I've shared the story. A lot of people say, Ursula, I want to, you know, I want a seven figure business. And I remember when you said it to me though, and I did kind of like a, you know, a double take. And I saw it, I, I saw it in your eyes and I was like, wow, she's going to do it. I didn't <laughs> know you did it as fast as you would, but I knew, like, I just thought, good Lord. Like there, I didn't know what that fire was, but you were, I knew you were going to do it. So I'm just, 
Anyway, I'm so delighted to have this conversation with you and to go through this co-creation of this. Yeah. I know people are going to want to get more of you. I know you hang out on Instagram a lot. Where can people find you? Tell us about your insoles, the websites, Taug, all the things. Sure. So VivianLu.com. We're on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and Taug, if this is Taug, it's go backwards. T-A-O-G. So many people are like, why Taug? And I always say it's a nod to our, rep our reputation as being the greatest of all time. So it's goat backwards. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And if anyone is interested in trying either the insoles or Taug, um, I'd love to offer people 25% uh, off with code quantum 25. Got it. Quantum 25. And we will yeah. make sure we get that in all the show notes as well. So people can grab that. Awesome. So, Abby, thanks for hanging out today. We love you. We love having you part of our community. I'm so grateful just for this time with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. And all of you in the world, I know we've been hearing from people in Australia and all over the place. So we love getting your messages. Keep sending them. You can email us at contact at salescoachnow.com. Because you're a listener, you do get special prices when you come to the 2X Intensive. Also, by now, as we're watching this, the last sales camp of 2021 and probably ever, at least the last live one, will have run. Um, it will be turning into a digital course and we'll be doing a relaunch on that. So stay tuned. It is, well, I'll be thinking back now. It's packed. The sales camp is overflowing, um, which is very exciting. If you're interested in the 2X intensive because you want to double your sales, 2X your revenue, and shave off 10 or 10 or more hours per month or 20, you get to pick, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply, send us your information and we'll get you the next step. All right, everybody, that's it for now. Thanks for hanging out at Quantum Revenue Expansion and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.